fake news, propaganda. You don't know what to believe anymore. It's practically all that's left in the world of news these days. But it's nothing new. During the Cold War of the 50s and 60s, the CIA was trying to freak out the Russians by demoralizing their troops, sort of playing with their minds. I'm Patty Steele. Cold War condoms and undercover kitties. That's next on The Backstory. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Thursday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. Kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. The backstory is back. Psychological warfare has been going on, I don't know, since human beings first felt that competitive urge, so basically always. It's been used in sports, in business, and, of course, in the military. We're going to take a peek at the Cold War now, when the CIA felt free to try anything without repercussions. It was a bit of a free-for-all in terms of figuring out new ways to demoralize the other side. While the U.S. and Soviet governments were involved in nuclear standoffs and ideological-type battles publicly, the everyday troops were dealing with more personal attacks. On the humorous side, well, this seems almost ridiculous these days, but the agency came up with a crazy plan to lower the morale of Soviet men. They tried to do it with condoms, and not just any condoms. They used really oversized versions, but they labeled them as medium and even small. Now, the idea was, in the dead of night, U.S. planes would soar over Soviet territories, open their cargo doors, and dump boatloads of these enormous prophylactics using tons of tiny parachutes. Imagine the scene on the ground. Small Soviet villages filled with macho, Putin-like guys suddenly showered with American condoms that were bizarrely large. Oh no, who were these Americans? What were they all about? It would be a shot at the manhood of Soviet guys and imply American superiority on every level, knocking down their self-esteem as a Cold War weapon. Well, did they ever pull it off, so to speak? <laughs> well, it's not clear, but there was some worry that the Soviets were sophisticated enough 
to simply be amused at the attempt rather than intimidated, so it would have been money not well spent. In a sort of related plan, the CIA came up with another idea after they got a little freaked out about the increasingly close relationship between the Soviets and President Sukarno of Indonesia. What did they do? They decided to put out a porn flick starring Sukarno to ruin his reputation. Now, clearly, they didn't have any porn footage involving him, so they had to create it. And remember, this was before computers, CGI, AI, all of that stuff. They actually created a fairly realistic Sukarno face mask and hired a Hollywood porn actor to wear it. They put him in an erotic scene with a beautiful blonde porn actress and had them, you know, get busy. Again, they made the film, but then were apparently told not to release it, maybe because it seemed a little too unbelievable. And then there's what they called Operation Acoustic Kitty. To give these guys some credit, this CIA plan is innovative. What was it? They took some regular house cats and implanted them with a microphone and a radio transmitter. The idea was to use it to eavesdrop on Soviet chatter. The idea was pretty simple. If you cohabitate with one, you know cats are kind of stealth. They can move around pretty much unnoticed. Here's an idea. Let's get them to wander into Soviet compounds and hang out near where conversations of interest are going on, thus relaying the chatter back to CIA operatives. What a great idea! Except it wasn't. Ever heard the term, tougher than herding cats? Yeah. Problem is, unlike dogs, kitties don't exactly beg for your approval. They really don't care. So training them to do what needed to be done proved to be almost impossible. Now, tens of millions of dollars were actually invested in getting the technology together, not to mention in training the cats. The surgical procedure to implant the tiny equipment in those days was really delicate. And then training the kitties to do what needed to be done was unpredictable at best. Clearly, none of the point people for this plan ever lived with a cat. Anyway, despite the brilliant idea and financial investment, Operation Acoustic Kitty didn't work so well with these very independent pusses. The agency finally realized cooperation is not a major personality trait among felines. Plus, there are stories that the very first Acoustic Kitty was released and within minutes was hit by a car. Others claim the agency dropped the plan pretty quickly, but took the poorly trained kitties to a beautiful farm to live out their lives. Sure. Now, on a similar vein, the Soviets claimed the U.S. was training squirrels to spy on them, sneaking into top-secret facilities with little tiny cameras strapped to their backs. Isn't that kind of nuts? A bit more successful, both sides used the airwaves. Americans had Radio Free Europe blasting that nasty rock and roll, as well as propaganda-type news, into the Eastern Bloc. The Soviets blasted back with Radio Moscow, which had less rock and more talk about how rock was corrupting kids. Kind of the ultimate battle of the bands, but with broadcasters. Now, here's the thing. The Cold War was all about one-upsmanship. They had tons of freedom, and no idea was too bizarre. Both sides tried to outmaneuver the other with technology, psychology, and creativity. And they were willing to go to almost any length. 
In fact, one of the scariest ideas came at the beginning of the space race, at a time when the Soviets seemed to be ahead in the race to reach the moon. So just because they felt they could do it, there was chatter from inside the U.S. Air Force that we should shoot a nuclear weapon at the moon. Can you even imagine? Project A119 was called a study of lunar research flights. They felt it would make the public, as well as our enemies, perceive us to be the most powerful when it came to weaponry and the space race. In fact, they even had an exact target on the moon's surface that would make the explosion and the ensuing mushroom cloud lit by the sun visible from Earth. How unbelievable is that? Now, why didn't they do it in the end? Well, they said they felt the public might not respond favorably to the U.S. dropping a nuclear bomb on the moon, you think? Funny enough, these stories about all the ideas behind the race to become the number one world power give you a little taste of what real-life scenarios inspired the early James Bond movies, right? And they show the lengths to which we would have been willing to go to become the reigning superpower. If you have any ideas for stories you'd like me to take a deeper dive into and share, all you have to do is direct message me on Instagram at Real Patty Steele or on Facebook at Patty Steele. I'm Patty Steele. The Backstory is a production of iHeartMedia, Premier Networks, the Elvis Duran Group, and Steel Trap Productions. Our producer is Doug Fraser. Our writer, Jake Kushner. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. Feel free to reach out to me with comments and even story suggestions on Instagram at Real Patty Steele and on Facebook at Patty Steele. Thanks for listening to The Backstory with Patty Steele, the pieces of history you didn't know you needed to know. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination. So pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation.